The Ash, Kip, Lutzi and Susie O'Neill podcast. There's, there's been times over the years, Kip, that Steve Titmus, Ariane's father, has been in here to this studio to do stories on us for whatever reason. Yeah. If something's going on, yeah. Steve has come in and, uh, you know, radio ratings or something's going mm. on, Steve has come in and an interview really with us. Mm. But he's been making the news. <laughs> yes. Uh, this week because, you know, his daughter has just, as Bruce McAvaney said, she's stamped herself so far in these games already as a legend yeah. of Australian sport. And we got him uh, from up in Noosa to have a chat. Hello, mate. What, what has the last couple of days been like for you now that you've had a little bit of time mm. to reflect? Oh, look, it's been quite extraordinary, really. Um, I think I think where it hit home is um, is when we saw those uh, shots yesterday when Arnie welled up with Dean Boxall. Mm. I think that's where we uh, it actually hit home of what's actually occurred because that was that was just an absolutely magic moment um, that you know we could only dream of, of what's happened in the past uh, couple of days and uh, just extraordinary. So we're just so proud and just so happy for Arnie and. And Dean mm. and the whole crew have just done an amazing job. And, and that relationship, you know, it's come under a lot of spotlight. And Dean's obviously got uh, himself worldwide headlines <laughs> with his <laughs> celebrations. But one of the things that uh, when Ben Davis, who's been up there doing all the interviews for Channel 7 with your family, which has been so great. Mm. One, one of the things that stuck out to me was, I'm not sure if it's your wife Robin's parents or your parents who were there as Ariane's grandparents talking. And they were speaking about the move for mm. your family from Tasmania to Queensland. And it really hit me when they spoke about that, about what a huge sacrifice that was because you and Robert had established lives down there in Hobart. Can you talk about the difficulties of that or what that decision process was actually like? Yeah, you know, we when Ariane got to the age of 14 and she won a couple of Australian Junior Championships, something Australia said to, said to us... Um, if she's got an Olympic dream, you'll need to move to South East Queensland where there's better coaching, there's a better culture, there's just a, a much more stronger competitive environment for her to uh, to be coached and to swim in. So we didn't have time to say we got six months, 12 months, 18 months to make this decision. We literally had a month to work that out. And then, um, then Robin and I, you know, we sat down and we plotted out how could we make this work. Robin got a job... Uh, in, uh, in Queensland with a company called On Talent, uh, which she still works for today, a recruitment firm. And what's happened, uh, so she moved up to work with them and brought up uh, Ariane and Mia, and we were separated for, uh, for six months. I stayed in Tassie, pack up the family home and to sell that. Um, and that was the first time we'd been apart in uh, in 25 years of being married. So, mm. you know, a couple of trips backwards and forwards were enormously emotional. And then... Um, we uh, and then six months later, I was mm. fortunate enough to uh, to score a part time job at Channel Seven, uh, reading up on Maroochydore the news, and um, they've been trying to get rid of me ever since. But I'm still hanging <laughs> around. What were you doing, Steve? What were you doing down in, um, in what was your career? I know you were with Channel Seven, but what, what what were you doing in there? Yeah, well, I was, I was a newsreader in Tasmania yeah. for a decade. Okay, uh, down there, and uh, with the shrinking of the media industry, I'd gone on to move into. Uh, the area of public relations where I worked, uh, I ran a firm down there with, with PR, and then um, I'd actually uh, moved into a role as the customer relations manager with Taz Water, uh, which is the, like Urban Utilities is up here. So I was working uh, with them there and um, and yeah. basically on the lookout for what media opportunities might occur uh, in Queensland. So everything was on the line when you came yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. And so, Steve. Hey, Steve. Oh, you go, Lutzi. There's just one, just one thing I, I heard Steve say, which I thought was really interesting. A really interesting sort of um, read on everything that Ariane's been through. And you're, you're talking about the realization of a dream for Ariane, and what that, and and the, the tears that 
came from you, I guess, as a family member over the last couple of days, and and that's sort of going back to the fact that you know, you, as as a as a parent, as as a family, you can facilitate an athlete for a certain to a certain degree. You can put them to put them in the frame to be able to succeed. Yeah. But then at one point, you have to hand that over to Ariane or the or the athlete, and she has to mentally and physically overcome a million things to be able to realise that dream that she was able to do over the last couple of days. And that was what the tears were more about than anything else, right? Yeah, look, I think you're right. You know, as parents, we believe that when you have children, you sign up to, you've got to provide a, a stable and a safe home life for your children. And that's our role as, as parents. And then uh, to enable your children to chase their dreams. And, you know, when Ariane met Stephanie Bryce, Bryce back in Launceston when she was a 12-year-old and she said, I want to be an Olympian. Hmm. You know, we've then got a role to, to, uh, to basically nurture a, a very calm and stable home environment so that she can go and chase her dream. We don't talk a lot about swimming at home because we don't want the added pressure of everything. We want the home to be a place to escape from all the pressure of everything. And literally, she spends probably, you know, just as much time, even more time with Dean as her coach. And so Mm. our role is to then drive her, you know, to the pool at 4.30 in the morning and Mm. pick her up late at night and bring her back home. That was until she got a driver's license. Oh, wow. um, You know, that that was quite a relief to actually uh, get out of doing the driving. (laughs) But, you know, so so really, if you like, the emotions about the fact that we're enormously proud that she has grabbed with both hands and with such focus and determination to to chase her dream. And one of the things, you know, she says, and we all say, you dare to dream. No dreams can come true. Mm. And we saw her give you a bit of a poolside shout-out yesterday. Has there actually been much more conversation than that, or is it all over text and on TV? No, we had a good chat last night about uh, the whole thing. And, uh, actually, it was quite funny last night because I was on uh, I was on the phone to my boss in Brisbane uh, and uh, in New Warren, and uh, we had another phone call came through, and I said, look, now I've got to go, and it was the Prime Minister. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, so cool. I said, I've got a bit more important call to go, go to talk to my boss. And while I was call with... The Prime Minister, I rang uh, Neil back, and while I was on the phone to Neil, Ariane rang on another phone. I said, Neil, i got to go. I've got someone else more important to talk to. Uh, <laughs> the boss, the boss uh, is getting brushed. I can imagine the boss, of, Neil. Cha- the boss of Channel There's 7 running around asking all the employees there, going, can any of, any, anybody else here produce an Olympic champion for us? <laughs> yes. <that's right. laughs> How lucky for Channel 7 uh, that yeah. the breakout star of yeah. the game, yes. they're, they're your dad works for Channel 7. It's kind of perfect. Hey, hey uh, while we've been talking, Steve, I just got a message from Suze, who's in Tokyo, of course, and has yep. been with um, Ariane. She just uh, provided the splits for Ariane's 200. Ariane's uh, splits were 27.04 for the first 50. Now, bear in mind she has the dive there, so that's going to be the quickest 50. Yep. Okay. But have yeah. a listen to her remaining splits from yesterday and how consistent she is. She then did in her second 50 a 28.81, her third 50 a 28.85, and her final 50 a 28.80. Wow. She, she is wow. so consistent. She's yeah. so tough. It she, looks like she's storming she, home, but she's yeah. just doing the same thing. Yeah, what, what, everyone else is falling off. What's yeah. she like, uh, uh, her temperament as a kid, as a person, Steve? Does she lose her stuff when things don't go her way? She seems so. So level, calm, yeah, level-minded and calm. What's she like in real life? Yeah, look, she, she, she's an enormously mature girl. You know, she's been on the Australian team since she was the age of 16. And she, um, look, you know, I'll admit her and her sister have their moments. But she's so regimented, Arnie, like she wants to get up at a particular time. She sleeps during the day. So 
when when she's going to sleep during the day between about 11 and 1, nothing else can happen in the house right. at all during that time. So she's so regimented and she's a, she's an enormously calm girl, mm. which is which is fabulous. And, and, she, and she holds a lot in with herself. She doesn't like to talk too much about the pressure and about the swimming. She just wants to concentrate on what she's doing. But she is an incredibly disciplined girl and regimented to what she eats. Um, and and, it's, and one of the things that she's always said in life, and people call it sacrifices, she says, I haven't made any sacrifices. I've made choices hmm. in life. Wow. So she's chosen hmm. not to go out partying, not to drink alcohol, any of those sort of things. She's probably only had four alcohol drinks in her entire life. Um, so... Hmm. And she calls them choices, not um, mm. not sacrifices. That's yeah. an interesting yeah, way look, to frame look, it. I think the quality is enormously calm, but but it's incredibly disciplined to be regimented about everything. Got to be absolutely spot on every single day. Well, that's the, amazing. I, I love that her sister yeah. still gives her the shit stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> of course. She keeps telling. She keeps. Her sister says, I'll, "I'll tidy up your room for you, but it'll cost you." Yeah, yeah, right. I think it's silver that to exchange hands. So the eight hundred meters today is the big one, mate. Hopefully, you're having another successful phone call later on today. Yeah, like I think I think the relay heats are on today. She won't yeah. swim in the heat of the relay. She will only swim in the final of that. Mm-hmm. And right. look, hey guys, what's going to happen in the eight hundred? Who knows? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Who knows what Katie's going to do? Knows? Um, exactly. You know. Oh, it'll be it'll be fantastic. Susie's, Susie's tipping Ariane in yeah. the eight hundred. Susie's just outright tipping. Thinks she's got Katie's measure. We'll wait and see. You've got so mm. much to be proud of, mate. Well done. Thanks for talking to us. Dialogue. Oh, Cheers, Steve. Look to everyone in Brizzy, you guys, and everyone else. But thanks very much for the support and the messages. You know, we're quite humbled by everything. Arnie's humble, and we just we just delighted. If this lifts people up and puts smiles on their faces, what a hoot that is. Mm. They're brilliant. The Ash Kip Lutzi and Susie O'Neill podcast is a Nova podcast. For more great comedy shows like this, head to novapodcasts.com.au.